Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation that has been dedicated to social change for over 20 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're talking about our PM's Pentecostalism and climate change in action by our federal government. Mm-hmm. We all know that our PM Scott Morrison holidayed with, our, with his family in Hawaii in December, while bushfires raged at home and whilst most people in our own circles were close to panicking, both with the spread and the ferocity of the fires and the loss of life of people, animals and nature as, at large. Yes, when I saw the footage of Scott Morrison looking so relaxed, I silently wondered whether behind his comfort and apparent complacency was a belief that the rapture is about to come and that he is on the side of the winners. So it alarmed me even more when I tentatively suggested this to a few people and they all responded, duh, of course that's what he's thinking. For people who don't know, the rapture is the name given to a belief held by Pentecostalists and other evangelical Christian groups and creeds that the end of the world will be preceded by a range of catastrophes, after which the faithful will be lifted to heaven and the sinners Mm. banished to hell and eternal suffering. The rapture is a strange name to be given to earth-ending apocalypse. Suggesting bliss and euphoria, even with all the suffering they're in the middle of. Mm, Yeah. Growing up as a Catholic, which I was, I was aware of the idea of the Last Judgment Day, but I'd never heard this referred to as a rapture. And for me, I think that encapsulates the worry about it. Neither did I, really. I also growing up Catholic in Belgium, my home country, and quite aware of the pictorial representations of our famous medieval and Renaissance painters, Hieronymus Bosch and uh, Hans Memling and Bruegel, whose paintings are displayed in museums across the world. They are very graphic and were quite often used by priests and instructors, religious instructors, as warnings to be good kids, because otherwise we would end up, you know where. But as we grew up, we also grew out of the rather simplistic beliefs attached to these pictorials and the stories that inspired their makers. For most, other more positive ways of thinking about Christ took hold, Mm -hmm. whilst a great deal of others just grew out of Christianity. Mm-hmm. especially during the last few decades, as some of the shadow side of the religious facade became mm-hmm. public knowledge. Yeah, so back to Australia, Pentecostalists, who famously include PM Scott Morrison and his family in their numbers in the Horizon Church in Sydney, they continue to believe that the end is near, that the devil Satan is growing more powerful now. As shown by all those people having sex outside of marriage mm-hmm. and with the young, the, with the wrong with people, the wrong people. And with the wrong people and many other events and phenomena being interpreted as signs. Yes, also climate catastrophes we witness and the lacking rain we need to pray for, 
and that the devil, whilst now seemingly ascendant, is on the verge mm. of defeat. Yeah, so Pentecostalists believe in what they call the second coming. Jesus returning and sending Satan to hell, along with all the other sinners and non-believers where they all belong. The good guys will be fast-tracked to heaven, like in the, I guess, the Star Trek phrase, beam me up, Scotty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, James Boyce actually wrote a good piece about this in the monthly in February last year. Mm. So there have been a few people looking at it, but it's Mm. not being covered very well or critiqued very well at Mm. all in the mainstream Mm. media. In general, in Pentecostalism, those who do not accept Christ as being at the center of their lives are depraved and without spiritual life, and I'm quoting here, and destined for eternal torment as they contrast absolutely and totally with those, and again I'm quoting, whose names are to be found in the book of life. To doubt the the gifts and power of the Holy Spirit, the reality of the spiritual war or the imminent end of the world is to fall prey to the temptations of Satan and to risk expulsion from the group. And it does not look to me as if ScoMo has ever faced the risk of being expelled. (laughs) So if you really believe all this and commit to the belief, if you were a prime minister... Why would you be worried about out-of-control bushfires, mm-hmm. let alone looking after the environment for future generations? Mm-hmm. In the first place, if you put all your faith, faith in the rapture, looking after the environment, trying to understand the science behind global warming or global heating, listen to the hundreds of international and the thousands of national voices telling you to look at the science, they are all irrelevant. It's yep. all in God's hands. Mm, yep. You just have to wait it out and make sure you're one of the goodies who gets beamed up to heaven. In the second place, raging bushfires may be a time of excited anticipation, which is a really mm. scary thought. That is if you believe the bushfires are heralding the end of the world and you're about to enter eternal happiness. So anyway, the word rapture says it all. And on that note, let's turn to Rise Up by Blue King Brown.
You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about our PM's Pentecostalism and climate inaction. As we have witnessed, those who try to revert to the science about climate change, they get told off. They are called names, like the New South Wales Environment Minister recently who tried, or Greta Thunberg uh, a few months ago. And what seems like accepting that God's hands are at at work in climate change, which Morrison says he accepts is happening, Mm -hmm. that then also explains why he talks about adaptation rather than prevention and mitigation of climate change. But even adaptation may not be very useful if you belong to the group of the unbelievers. And what about the kids? We shouldn't scare them, Morrison has said in the past, and just make them believe the the right Pentecostal things, probably, so that they can be saved. That's scary stuff. So Israel Falau, the rugby player, famously linked the bushfires and drought to legalizing same-sex marriage and abortion. So in response... PM Scott Morrison said the comments were appallingly insensitive, but he actually didn't say they were untrue. So he is ever the marketing savvy. Our PM does know when to keep his religious beliefs close to his chest, if nothing else. But really, we do need to know. And if he really does believe that we don't need to prevent catastrophic climate change, that we need to just wait for the rapture, and if this is affecting national policy, policy, sorry, or if this is his blueprint for a national policy, then we really yeah. need to know yeah. about it. We do need to know about it. <clears throat> and um, further than that, um, I'd argue that it would not even make him fit to be Prime Minister mm. of Australia mm. if this is the belief system that is guiding mm-hmm. his exactly. decision-making as a Prime Minister of Australia. Mm-hmm. After all, he's supposed to be representing Australian citizens of all faiths to to start with and Mm. the public Mm. interest. Uh, He's accountable to us, the people, not his Pentecostalist Horizon Church or the 20,000 Hillsong members and conference uh, conference participants he and his wife addressed just before the federal election. Mm, You remember. Mm. We're supposed to have a separation of religion and state, Mr Morrison. That's supposed to be the hallmark of our democracy. Some of the things he said at that Hillsong meeting are really worth hearing again, I Mm. think. He declared, and I'm quoting, what the nation needs is more prayer and more worship. And that during the election, he said later, they had been sustained by the Australians who told them they were praying and fasting for his victory. Quote again, our life has been blessed by miracles, he said. What is a miracle? A miracle is what the world can't see, but God can see, the Mm. Prime Minister said. And I think he can see them too, implicitly. (laughs) And and that prompted gasps and applause from the worshippers, the 20,000. He said, God just walks with us. You just walk the path God gives you, and that's what a miracle is. It's easy, huh? Those who wrote to support him, by the way, included Australia's uh, one of the greatest female tennis players, Margaret Court. 
Mrs. Court, a devout Christian, has more recently attracted criticism for claiming ten tennis <laughs> is full of lesbians <laughs> and that transgender children are the work of the devil. Morrison also quoted, I got e an email from Margaret Court. It was a humble call to prayer, and we appreciate that. So one also wonders what the difference is with Folo's pron pronouncements, mm. which Morrison has castigated as insensitive. Mm, yeah. And uh, another thing I guess um, Mr. Morrison's forgetting is, or seems to forget, is, is the separation of church mm. and state. Mm. In his visit to the U.S. in 2019, um, where he was to visit Trump, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, Morrison wanted the pastor of Hillsong, Mr. Houston, to be with mm. him at several formal meetings during his state visit, his state visit as the Prime Minister of Australia. Really? How, mm. how, in what world did he think that was appropriate? Anyway, apparently the request was rejected by White House officials. So there you go. <laughs> they even know <laughs> even better. Even they knew. <laughs> uh, when uh -huh. asked about this, Morrison has never denied it. And that leads us to have a bit of a wider look at other instances of mixing religion and politics. Yeah. We all remember Daninalaya, the once upon a time controversial leader of the Rise Up Party. Mm. who once claimed that the 2009 Black Saturday bushfires were the consequence of Victoria decriminalising abortion. He and several others of Australia's most extreme Christian right parties, including Bernardi's now lapsed party, have withdrawn from politics. Mm. And they claimed that the election of Prime Minister Scott Morrison had rendered them redundant. Nalaya was reported in the age recently to have said that his political party was deregistered after the May election, and I quote, because Mr. Morrison's Christian values mirrored many of its own, uh, of its own parties and of his own group. Rise Up mm. was formed almost a decade ago because of a perceived vacuum in Christian conservative politics, which has now been filled. As Nalaya said, there's no need for us to continue because Scott Morrison was elected, the evangelist pastor said. Mm. Again, a really scary situation, I think. Yeah. 3CR is giving our prolific programmers a well-earned break. Check out the Summer Grid at 3cr.org.au forward slash summer specials. Get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial. 3CR digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about the scary fact that amidst a climate emergency, we have a PM who is apparently praying for rain and waiting for the rapture as prime solutions. When the goodies will go to heaven and the baddies will go to hell. 
All of the PM's declarations to this effect reinforce our concerns about the merging and mixing of his religious beliefs and public policy in Australia and how that flows into his marketing strategies and expressions. Many people scratch their heads about the heartless way marginalised people are being treated in Australia through government policy under Mr Morrison's watch, including people trying to survive on Centrelink payments like Newstart and Youth Allowance and the disaster that is the NDIS, asylum seekers pretty much imprisoned without Mm. committing a crime, homeless people, the unemployed and the underemployed, those living in chronic poverty. Mm. The list goes on. People scratch their heads because our PM, I scratch my head, is supposedly a committed Christian. That's not my type of Christianity. Mm. We would be worrying about these things and doing things about them. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not the Christianity that most people are familiar with. Mm. It's actually what people refer to as the prosperity gospel, I think, of the Pentecostalists, with the virtuous receiving material as well as spiritual goods. Hence the giving a go to those who have a go. So conversely, those at the bottom apparently must deserve Mm, to be there. mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. why support them? Um, So that old 18th century notion of the undeserving poor is apparently alive and well in Australia today. Yeah, meanwhile, Scotty and Jenny are praying for us all. Mm, very comforting, Shark. Mm, again, back to his talk at, Hilson, uh, at Hillsong before the election. Holding hands with his wife, Mr Morrison asked the congregation to pray for rain, to help the farmers battling drought. He said, and I quote, I want to pray for the drought. Let's pray, Lord. We just pray for rain, rain. he said. That rain will fall on this nation, Lord, that you will restore those communities and that you will see a prosperity in this nation in the rain that you bring. Mm. You feel better now? Mm. (laughs) No. Mm. And making another valiant effort to obfuscate the relationship between religion and politics, here's how he ends another presentation. I want everyone in this place to feel comfortable about talking about their faith in this country. It's not a political agenda. It's just who we are. It's who you are. The freedom to believe is so important that needs to be nourished and that needs to be protected. What this country needs more than that is the love of God. It's not the laws that make freedom of religion work. It's the culture that accepts it. My job is the same as yours. Love God, love people. We've all got the same job. Mm. Wow. So, so that's his words. I think um, Greg Barnes wrote about this in an article. Mm. that if He said, if Morrison can't support his beliefs mm-hmm. and his own private wishes and convictions... From policy and governance, he really needs to resign. So if he can't separate his beliefs, his private wishes from policy and governance, resign, and urgently. And, of course, we agree with we that. We certainly agree with that. He compares Morrison's inaction about climate change with the inaction governments have displayed historically, and still to today, around smoking, alcohol, and gambling, really being totally irresponsibly. All had and have been scientifically proven to be harmful, 
for our health with tons of evidence, but governments ignored it because of the money, which was taxation money and and other things which were associated with it. So Barnes goes on for a government to deliberately ignore uncontradicted scientific evidence that showed an increased risk of bushfires, weather catastrophes, that is gross negligence and shows a complete lack of moral compass. Yes, it is gross negligence. It, absolutely, and yeah, and morality, where is, where are, where, where's yeah. the morality I, in this? I wouldn't be so concerned about his personal morality. No, no. But that's gross ne- exactly. negligence as yeah. a Prime Minister. Yep. Speaking from a legal point of view, Barnes continues, it can be shown that the government has deliberately failed to implement politics policies when they had demonstrable <laughs> evidence that it is a very serious matter. Mm. So I would say let's just get at it and start mm. thinking about asking for his resignation. Yes, Jacques, amen to that. <laughs> You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.